Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia in our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast distribution network with WVNews.com. Since March 19th, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're focusing specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current COVID-19 pandemic we're all facing? When we first started this podcast in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who built their companies right here in West Virginia. Quite simply, we want to help West Virginia businesses win. We love bringing you these inspirational business stories and encourage people to start their companies in the Mountain State and keep their companies right here to make West Virginia stronger than ever before. Of course, you can learn more about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. Every week, we're going live with these business briefings to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Rick Rock, Airport Director at the North Central West Virginia Airport. NCWV Airport is also known as CKB, and it's a private uh, or public airport owned and operated by the Benedum Airport Authority. Located in Bridgeport, West Virginia, the airport is proudly uh, serving the communities of Clarksburg, Fairmont, Morgantown, Weston, and the surrounding North Central West Virginia region. Rick Rock, thank you for being on the show today. Good afternoon, Jim. It's certainly my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. First off, I got to ask Rick, how are you doing personally, your family? Are you guys getting along okay? <laughs> That's a good question. Yes, uh, 99% of the time we are. Obviously, it's, uh, you know, it is something new, uh, but everybody is uh, using their time wisely. Uh, I'm very proud of my children for keeping up with all their homework, uh, working with their, you know, their teachers and, and keeping their education process going. So, so far, so good. Everybody's healthy, and I thank God for that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rick, you know, as the director of the airport, the airline industry and travel has been greatly and significantly impacted by the, this crisis that we're in, the, the COVID-19 coronavirus situation. Give us an overview of how the airport's doing right now, if you could. Just kind of give us the, the no pun intended, the 30,000-foot view. Well, I mean, the airline industry has been greatly affected by, you know, this event that's going on right now. I mean, it's probably one of the most hard hit. And a lot of people are feeling the pain. Airlines are feeling it, uh, you know, very greatly. It's, uh, you know, they're down. The numbers are down. People aren't traveling. And right now, they, you know, really probably shouldn't be. So uh, it's just getting through uh, this period. Uh, looking forward to getting after it and return to normalcy. Uh, the airport is, is, is doing fine. I'm, I'm thankful that we were prepared as much as we could coming into this. Um, our first goal was obviously the, the safety of our employees, uh, making sure that they were prepared at home. Because if people are not prepared at home, then you know, it's tough for them to uh, you know, come in and, and do what we need them to still do because the airport will be continuing to operate. Yeah, so see so the airport, uh, CKB is open right now. you got flights going out of there. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the airport's served by two primary airlines, which is Allegiant and 
United Express, correct? That is correct. Yeah, so so tell us a little bit about how the flights have been affected and where you're still flying to and those kinds of things. You know, right now there's been a lot of flights. You know, Legion is – they're cutting way back. Uh, you know, obviously ridership is way down. Uh, we're still having flights daily uh, to Chicago and Washington, D.C. Obviously those numbers are uh, you know, not where they were pre this. and But we're looking forward to when they get back to that. We communicate daily with uh, you know, Allegiant, United, make sure that you know, we're all on the same page, looking at for ways just in this fluid situation to continue to uh, just be prepared you know, for the short term, sustain uh, operations the best we can, and you know, looking forward to you know, when this is over and getting back to business. And there's a lot of people that's out there working hard right now, uh, healthcare workers, first responders and whatnot. And these people are going to need a vacation, and uh, we want to definitely be able to get back to that, and 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 looking forward to that coming in the future. Yeah, can, Rick, can, can you kind of talk a little bit about the the safety procedures that you're employing and trying to get uh, you know you know I guess a reassurance. You, you know, one of the things that I keep hearing over there uh, around the state of West Virginia is how important it is to communicate during a crisis situation and. Uh, you know, I think you would probably agree it's imperative how we do that. How are you communicating with uh, the things that your guys are doing with, uh, with with regard to passenger safety and those kinds of things? Yeah, you know, it's a very important this time. You know, times like this, you know, the chain of command, and and I'm very blessed. They say that you know in sports that uh, championships are won in the off season. And looking <laughs> at you know, how well are you prepared going into this, and nobody. Uh, is again to be absolutely prepared, but we were we were in a good spot. We have, uh, I mean, a great team of, of people that are up there working. Uh, they, you know, we communicate. We wanted them to know first and foremost that they were our number one priority in their safety, and, and letting them know if, if there was any time that they didn't feel right. You know, we made sure that we were just erring on the side of caution and making sure that. Uh, Everybody is as informed as possible of what our mission is and continues to be, but also how to look uh, to their health and preparedness, you know, for their own personal safety. And if we're able to do that, um, then things will, you know, will work out just fine. But our people are, uh, we went down to, you know, kind of like a, we've, we've changed the way we are doing things a little bit in our scheduling to try to keep uh, as many people uh, away from each other as possible to, uh, just make sure that if someone does get sick, it's not going to affect the entire operation. And uh, our guys have responded well, and and uh, you know they continue to show up to work, and and that's so important uh, when they have to, when the, the essential workers are out there that, that do have to come in. Uh, that we have very dedicated people uh, that work for the airport. And I'm very proud of all their efforts. Yeah, Rick. Um, obviously, the you know the airport is is a vital link to North Central West Virginia with the outside uh, world. Uh, you know, people being able to come in and out and go on to you know Florida or Myrtle Beach or Chicago or, or wherever they're going to. And you know, I, 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 how many how many folks does it take to to you know keep that whole machine running? How many employees do you have there? You know, we have. Uh about 40 employees. I think when I started there, we had about five. So we're up to 40 uh, that are, you know, we have people that working in security, people working in maintenance, people working airline customer service, uh, you know, administrative people. We just all the, the full gamut and they, they're all have a role to play. It's, 
we all do and none more important than the other but the definitely the collaboration amongst all those people has been wonderful uh you know we try to answer all the questions that they do have keeping them informed and meeting with them and, and, and meeting their needs and uh when you're able to do that and you have a group that we you know we we have very low turnover so people that we have have been there for a while and they uh i mean i know what they're capable of and they're performing just as how i you know just the way i i, I wanted them to and uh, their work ethic prior and during this hmm. pandemic is, I mean, it's second to none. And, and I'm very grateful that uh, we have those type of people. And it's really the West Virginia spirit. Uh, people, uh, they know that they take their responsibilities. Um, they, they know, understand what they're responsible for, and what our team's missions are. And, you know, there are people that do need to travel. Yeah. And there are people that, uh, you know, goods and services that have to come to the airport we've been seeing a lot of private plane activity people coming through so we're able to uh continue to serve the needs of those users of the airport are there any special mandates coming down from like the faa or anything like that regarding you know uh, traveler safety or anything of, of that nature you know just it just basically you know following the cdc guidelines you know trying to you know the, the social distancing yep uh call, i mean Keeping things sanitized, uh, certainly the high activity areas and whatnot. Uh, but it's um, you know a lot of communication between the FAA, TSA. Yep. We're all kind of keeping an eye on one another, making sure that the needs. Uh, how you know how can we work together? How yeah. can we communicate and make sure that everybody's on the same page? And Absolutely. Everybody that we've worked with is is it's, it's been tremendous. Yeah. So so obviously you know when you're leading a team of forty people there at the airport and there's a surrounding you know whole complex. Maybe we can get into that a little bit uh, there at the at the airport grounds and the property surrounding the airport. But you know what are some leadership lessons that you're learning about, uh, you know, kind of leading people in difficult times right now? What's, what are some things that you're kind of experiencing that you might be able to share with our, our listeners? Well, I think first thing is, you know, you have to lead with humility. You got to make sure that your guys know that you have their back. Your team needs to know that you're engaged, that you are doing everything possible to ensure their safety. Uh, that if anybody has any questions they're quickly answered, and just continue to uh, stay updated on things as they change on a daily basis. Yeah, uh, and I keep hearing you say you know the word communication uh, over and over, and I think that's essential. Is there any technology that you guys are using to to even uh, you know kind of kick that up a couple of notches in these times? Sure, I mean definitely. I think Zoom has become my new best friend. We're doing a lot of meetings on Zoom, as I know a lot of people are. It's a great tool to utilize for those that you know, haven't had a chance to do it yet. But uh, you know, we have continuous meetings, you know, discussions. I mean, you get emails, but you know, really, when you get a chance, especially in times like this, to continue to see your team face to face, it really helps and encourages you, and it, it, it keeps you focused on what you're fighting for and not only we're fighting for the community that we serve and so we can continue when this is all said and done to have the economic impact that we have had over the last several years but just making sure our team knows that uh we're going to get through this and the way we're going to do that is by communicating and working together 
Yeah, that's a good point. So, so Rick, uh, you know, I want to remind everybody who we who we have right now as our guest. Rick Rock is the airport director at the North Central West Virginia Airport. Uh, they're located in uh, the Bridgeport, West Virginia, and they serve the communities of Clarksburg, Fairmont, Morgantown, Weston, and basically the entire North Central West Virginia region. And as we've been talking about, the the airline industry and, and transportation has been severely, uh, you know, impacted by this uh, coronavirus. Um, situation that we're in right now but rick you you kind of talked a little bit about it you know getting getting people to the other side of this uh, crisis if you will and uh you know what what, what do you think just kind of if you could you know cast your vision on what what are some of the um outcomes that uh you might see and experience from the airport's position on the other side of this uh crisis that we're in we were so blessed to have the service that we do for you know the small community that we do have in West Virginia, 1.8 million people, to have the daily service to Chicago and to D.C. and our flights to Florida, and everybody always gets so excited about the vacation season and you know and the Myrtle Beach flights and whatnot. Uh, but right now, a lot of that stuff is is just you know is put on hold, and um, you know and and hopefully everybody's just trying to sustain and. And a lot of people are just concerned about making payroll and doing those, all those kind of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, as we look to the future and we're hoping that, uh, I mean, this event, I mean, there's debate about how long it's going to happen and how well that we you know, do the, the things that are, are being, we're being told to do as far as to, you know, to stop the spread and to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's some positive news going out there. There's a lot of people that are, are, are coming out of, of you know, they've dealt with coronavirus that, you know, are having positive outcomes. You know, I think that, you know, in West Virginia, we're planning to see the peak over the next two weeks. I think the new t- next two weeks are very critical. Uh, but I definitely see, uh, I mean, we're going forward as this event will be, I mean, 2020 is going to be a crazy year for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. you know, how yeah. crazy, but it's, it's, we certainly see it as such. Yeah. But, you know, going forward, I mean, you know, the airport has, been there since the 1930s. It's you know, you know been in the airport authority was was created in 1960. Uh, you know we've really seen some great growth and you know with the airlines, but also the aerospace industry is there. Yeah. They employ so many people, 1,500 mm. I think that are up there working. Uh, that uh, people are you know they are concerned because they, I mean the, it, it affects the whole uh, gamut from top to bottom of, of the airline industry, the, the, the flying, the people that are maintenance and, you know, provide maintenance to the aircraft. Uh, but you know, we're going forward with our plans to, to build a new terminal, hmm. uh, to build and help expand some of our tenants at the airport. Yeah. Talk, talk um, a little bit about that terminal project for a second, if you would, Rick, the, yeah. the, the size and the scope and the dollars and, and those kinds of things. I think that people would be very interested in that. Yeah, we're excited to. I mean, we our airport was not built for the uh, what we have going on right now. It's just you know our terminal is is just not the size that it needs to be. It's it's a perfect size. It's too big right this very moment. But getting back to normalcy, uh, you know, we we know that we are about at least uh, half or more of a size we need to be. So we have uh, a project that the governor helped us. You know, kick start off where we are going to be moving a bunch of dirt and then we're going to construct a new terminal right off of interstate uh, i-279 here's something that will be a, a hopefully a, a that all west virginians will be able to take advantage of be proud of as the gateway to uh 
uh, you know, certainly North Central West Virginia, but we'll we serve the entire state. So it's um, it's it's going to be right now. We last week we we interviewed with uh, our architects to see who we're going to choose. We're still waiting to uh, you know to make that very important decision. We had you know, great. Uh, people that, that were interested, and it's nice to have great choices, which we do have. Uh, but we are—we know that in the future, uh, you know, this this airport means so much to the region that uh, we have to continue to plan uh, for the future and 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 the brighter days that are ahead of us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is a statewide broadcast that we have, and. Some people may not know uh, that much about CKB, but you actually have more than 660 acres, 665 acres on your on your grounds there, and the largest commercial service runway in West Virginia, which is 7,800 feet, if I've got that correct. You you, you did your homework, yes, sir. <laughs> well, you know that's that's important. I mean, because I mean, that that to me is it, it, it's a it's it's vital. You know, air transportation and and having a, a you know a commercial runway of that of that magnitude. And you talked about the you know fifteen hundred uh, jobs there around the support uh, facility at CKB and at North Central West Virginia Airport. I had Amy Haberbush Wilson on, who's the uh, you know she of course is the executive director at Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. I had her on the podcast uh, last week, and we were talking about the the massive collaboration effort that goes on just in Harrison County. And Harrison County, the reason I, I, I'm so uh, enraptured with Harrison County is it is a beacon of light in, this, you know, in, in West Virginia in terms of economic development. And I feel that that collaboration that you guys have, that spirit of collaboration is extremely important. One of the reasons that you're, you're thriving uh, in Harrison County right now. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, from the Bend and Airport Authority, which is made up of members from Harrison and Marion County, the two county commissions have been, you know, really good to work with. They provide great leadership to me, uh, Amy and Tracy Miller and you know, Mayor Lang and Sean Long, our deputy director. We're, we, mm-hmm. we had, we were still meeting, uh, constantly, we have a you know large to-do list that we're trying to, you know, accomplish and just keep on moving forward. And and it just again the the, the how well people are will end up out is how the strength of their team and and when that team is collaborating like ours is, uh, I can only imagine the good things are going to happen. But it is a blessing, and we we want to provide that leadership and we want to be a beacon of hope. Uh, for the entire region, because um, mm. there's a lot of people hurting right now. There's no doubt. There's a lot of people concerned. Mm. A lot of uncertainty out there. Uh, but when it's when it's all said and done, uh, you know, we will come out and we'll and we'll come back stronger than ever. Yeah, absolutely, Rick. I want to. Um kind of go off the uh, off the script a little bit here. Uh, we have a question, a live question uh, from one of our uh, viewers on Facebook Live. And if it's okay, I'd like to ask that question, get your uh, get your response to it. And they, Please they, do. they write in and says, would restricting our airport traffic help spread, help stop the spread of the coronavirus? In other words, would, would restricting the airport traffic uh, restrict that? Or what's what's the thought on that? Well, I think the market has done that, and I think that you know, based on the situation that the market has spoken, and then, and it's it's pretty much been restricted. I mean, because people really at this point are are, are not flying, and yeah. So that is uh, you know, whether I mean, there's there's been so much capacity cut. Uh, so I think that uh, it, it is being restricted. 
it's something that we we wrestle with and so we look at ideas of, of how to provide service and continue operations uh, as far as flight service is concerned uh, and it's always going to be the case and that's a, it's a good question to, to to ask and I think that uh, for the most part it has been restricted and all you can do is uh, from there is just take every precaution that you can as flights come in uh, with you know just just making people aware and keep and, and just educated about the situation uh, and taking every precaution to keep things clean. And, uh, we, you know, we practice social distancing up there and yep. people understand that, uh, you know, that's, I mean, again, whenever you go outside, you know, people are, uh, you know, to go wherever they need to go, it's, it's taking a risk and people have to make that decision. Yep. Uh, and, and, and we, we want them to make the best decision for themselves personally. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, I liked what you said too, about, you know, following the, the CDC guidelines. I mean, obviously those are, it's a fluid situation and people are, um, abiding by those generally. I had, had uh, Dr. Clay Marsh on uh, a couple of days ago on this podcast, and we were just talking about just the basic stuff is is really making a difference. The social distancing, uh, the uh, you know washing hands on a on a regular basis, thoroughly washing your hands, making sure that you're you know sanitizing uh, workspaces and those kinds of things. If you're a an essential service, uh, which of course the airport is, and so I, I feel like. Um, you know, just just in your explanation, it sounds like you guys are doing everything you can to keep our uh, the, our airport there in uh, in Bridgeport, North Central West Virginia, open and, and running efficiently and safely. Most importantly, so I uh, I think I, I think that's awesome that you're you're doing that first of all, but also thank you for uh, for answering that question. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, that I've been you know talking quite a bit about is innovation. Uh, one of our guests, Frank Vitale, was on uh, two weeks ago, and he talked about this notion of unleashing innovation, and uh, I really like that concept. And you know, is there are you seeing any innovation in the way that the airport? I mean, I, I can only imagine like after nine eleven, airport transportation was uh, very vastly different, right? Uh, you know, just we just expected it. But do you think there's anything that's going to be coming down in terms of innovation uh, from the airline industry and air transportation uh, as we move forward from this? I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, these are some of the most innovative people in the world that are working on in aerospace. So there's no doubt that the, the world is changing around us. Yes. I believe it'll change, you know, for the better. I think that uh, you're seeing uh, even the way that people communicate, the way people are collaborating, but the, the American ingenuity will come out. Uh, there's there, there's going to be a, uh, you know, again, that'll be part of the brighter days ahead because there's a lot of smart people out there that are, are, are trying to tackle this problem. And But there is, and I'm seeing people be innovative uh, every day. And uh, from my own team and those around us, I get the you know, great privilege to speak with the leaders of the aerospace industry on our field. And, you know, because things are, people are just basically rolling with the punches right now, mm-hmm. trying to be, uh, you know, they're ta- you know, things are changing every day and they're trying to just be able to tackle that. But they're also looking towards the future. And, uh, you know, this this event is affected. Uh, we know how bad 9-11 affected the aerospace industry. But you know, yeah. this is this is really even bigger than that. Mm. So it's certainly um, it, there's going to have to be innovation to, to bring us back. And we're, we're hoping that you know, for people to be able to sustain long enough to be able to get us on the other side, because. Uh, when the air, I mean, the federal government helping out the airline industry the way it does, I mean, it, it's almost uh, a necessity or that uh, it would not 
probably continue. It's be very. We're going to lose some, I believe, because uh, it's just really tough on them. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about that aerospace industry because I, you know, a lot of people probably don't know all the things that are going on right there on those six hundred and sixty some acres in Bridgeport, West Virginia, in the aerotech in the aerospace industry. Can you talk a little bit about some of the companies that you have there? I mean, there's some major names and some of, some of us who live around you know, the Bridgeport area or Morgantown area know these companies. And, but for those who are, may not be familiar, talk a little bit about some of the companies that are, uh, that have operations right there in Harrison County. You know, first I'd like to say is we, we, the, I believe that every County in West Virginia is represented on the workforce of the airport. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I believe that up there we have a about a hundred million or more an annual payroll. Wow! Uh, and it's it's good career uh, oriented service, but you know, people with Bombardier and we have Pratt Whitney and Aurora Boeing and you know EASW and just we have people that are out there that are uh, you know they're leaders in their industry. They have a lot of people that they're responsible for. And they're doing the best to, you know, protect their employees. They understand that the, the, the workforce uh, looking out for them is uh, everybody says that it's, it's their number one goal, which I certainly applaud that and appreciate that. Uh, but these companies, uh, I mean, they, they mean so much to the local economy and it creates you know, a, a, an annual economic impact force of one point one billion dollars. So that's uh, be with a. That's billion with a B. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a big number, and yeah. we and we're, and we're just you know we're getting we're nowhere near uh, the peak of where we can be. So, and that all comes down to the leadership and the hard work and work ethic of, of the employees and the leadership of these companies. Uh, they understand the importance of what they're doing, not only to serve the, the industry but also to to be a, an economic engine for the entire region. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is going to come out of this is, you know, we talk about the opportunities, uh, Rick, once we get out of this crisis situation here, you know, several months down the road, we're going to be, you know, really cranked up and, and these companies are going to be looking for, you know, awesome, talented workforce that we have here in West Virginia. And I, I do believe that we have so much to um, to offer the world, not only the country, but the world uh, from a workforce standpoint. I mean, the fact that, you know, we are uh, rural communities. I couldn't imagine living in New York City right now. I love to visit New York for two or three days, but I couldn't imagine being in, in lockdown situation uh, in a building with, you know, thousands of people, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and so we have, we have, I, I, I can tell you're outside, I can hear the birds chirp, and we have beautiful nature uh, around us. We have a, a beautiful uh, community, a beautiful state to live in, and I can't imagine uh how incredible the opportunities are going to be once we come out of the other side of this thing and what West Virginia has to offer. And, and, and once we do do that, I'm going to have you on as a guest in one of our uh, normal episodes of Positively West Virginia to tell that full story of, of aerospace, because I think it is, it's an incredible movement that's happening down there. And some of the biggest names in, in uh, aerospace uh, business are located, have operations in Harrison County. And I think that's just uh, a testament to you and your leadership and the team around you and everybody in Harrison County that's working to pull that off. So I really appreciate that and want to learn more about that for sure. Uh, Once again, uh, our 
guest today is Rick Rock. Uh, he is the airport director at the North Central West Virginia Airport in Bridgeport. Rick, as we wrap up our time here today, what's the best way for people to learn more about you, uh, get in touch with you pot- potentially, and more about the NCWV uh, airport? Well, our, our, our website is uh, flyckb.com. Um, you know, you can follow us on Facebook and we try to get, keep active in, in our, our social posts and keep people mm. informed of what's going on. Um, you know, our number at the airport is, is 304-842-3400. Uh, you know, we're, we're happy to ha- answer anybody's questions, work with them, try to get them the answers they're looking forward to, it, whether or not, uh, and, and the point that I wanted to get across the most is we are going to need, uh, you know, the slow down, you know, things are what they are right now, but we are, we need a thousand new mechanics over the next five years. And this, this industry uh, is going to continue to grow once this is said and done. We've got great opportunities, educational opportunities with Fairmont State. You can come, go and become a pilot. You can, if you're mechanically inclined or you want to find an exciting career, you can go and become an AP mechanic. Hmm. You can learn, you know, aviation management. There's so many opportunities that can lead you into this this industry. And uh, and, and now's a good time to maybe learn a new skill and get out there and, 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 and figure out, uh, you know, how to enter this industry because it is an exciting industry. Uh, you know, we talk about West Virginia and what the opportunities will bring, you know, with, with Pratt and Whitney's doing with, there are new programs that are, are basically going to be a part of this state for the next 40 years. Uh, you know, the opportunities are endless. In West Virginia, I'm so proud to, to be a West Virginia. One of the greatest things about my job is I get to be an advocate across the nation for West Virginia. Uh, as we work with our team, I mean, we have people that are you know attending international trade shows, and they um, – you know, they're, they're, they're doing our best to, to get the word about West Virginia out there because what makes us great is our people. That is definitely our number one asset. Their work ethic, everything that they are uh, able to accomplish on a daily basis, I, I'm proud to get to see it. And um, it's uh, it's a good thing. And West Virginia has a lot to offer. Yeah. And I think it's all of our jobs to be out there to be advocates for what a great place this is. Absolutely. That, uh, that is some great parting advice, and I really appreciate uh, everything that you're doing, Rick. Uh, thanks for bringing a, a ton of value and a, a great information on not only the, uh, you know, what the, uh, the airport's doing there for passenger safety uh, and equipping us for that, but also uh, the positive nature of, of the future. Uh, once we get through this uh, and navigate our way to the calm waters, I think there's going to be a giant opportunity for lots of people there in north central west virginia at the airport uh that uh, that you guys are doing at ckb so thanks again for for uh, sharing your information and being our guest i really appreciate you man yes jim appreciate it it's my pleasure yep absolutely folks that's it for today's Positively West Virginia daily COVID-19 business briefing. My hope is that we brought you some valuable insight that you can use in your business or your organization right now as we all work to survive this pandemic situation. I also want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are Insurance Centers. The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media will be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.